Oh, all right. My goodness. Welcome, everyone. House of Pride show live from San Francisco with your host, T DJ Tweaker Turner, right here. It's been a pretty minute. So happy to be back. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so many wonderful uh, artists coming on the show today. Uh, our first guest is going to be the legendary dance diva herself, Miss Christine W. Now, last time we spoke to her, she had the number one song of the year. 2021 right here on the house of pride top 30 chart with no one so let's reminisce this was the biggest hit of last year by christine w she'll be coming up live so don't go anywhere Oh, uh, no one can tell me. 
Oh, yes, indeed. That was the number one song on the Pride Top 30 uh, from last year. And I think she's on the line with us now, the dance diva herself, Miss Christine W. Can you hear me? Yes, I am. Hi, beautiful. How are Yay. you? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, welcome back. It's been a pretty minute. Uh, and the last time you were on, you had the number one song, <laughs> "No One," which I just oh. played. And now here you are again, and you have the number one song on the Pride Top 30 this week. And we, I'm so excited. We couldn't be happier ourselves. Yeah, um, great song. Um, we're talking about, of course, "Can't Look Back." Um, can you give us a little backstory on that? Can't Look Back was a, a, you know, a song that I started bef even before the pandemic. Um, uh, Tony Moran gave me the, an amazing track, and he's like, I don't, I don't know what I want to do with this track, but I really like it. And like, I think the track has potential, but you know, he's he's touring all the time, so you know, I I just thought, okay, I'll start throwing ideas out at him and. You know, the first idea that I had, he wasn't that crazy about it. And and um, I just kept rewriting it. And as the pandemic uh, kicked in and then it kept going and whatever, the song just kind of morphed into something else, you know. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted it to be, it, it kind of helped me get through, um, uh, myself it helped me get through a tough time writing the song because you have to, uh, you know, sometimes you have to, to, to challenge yourself too, and and for uh, performing artists, it was really hard. It was hard on everybody, but for us to not be able to perform, and it was so strange to, you know, I'm a live performer, so not being able to perform live for so long was so weird for me. And also, it was really challenging um, getting together, getting studio time to create because a lot of places were shut down, and so it just. I can't look back is just we're not going that way hope will lead us to a brand new day it's like you know sometimes you have to make you have to create something that motivates you so you can motivate everyone else right so you can get through it and mm -hmm. you know um losing losing my sister was really rough and then losing my mom was really terrible I, so folks christine's fans some of you probably know that but probably some of you don't. Um, not only did you, have, you know, did we all collectively go through the pandemic, but you, on a personal level, are dealing with loss, loss of loved ones. I mean, I, I saw some of your posts, and I felt really heartfelt about. Are you there, honey? Yes. Can you hear me, hun? Yes, I can. Yeah. Sorry, I, I think I was uh, stepping too far back from this uh, old-fashioned microphone here in the radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There you go. But I just wanted to uh, reiterate that uh, you. Not only did we go through the collective, you know, um, loss of not being able to perform as DJs and performers, but you personally went through loss of loved ones. Um, and if correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but this song actually refers references the loss of your mom in a way, in the way that she, you you mentioned, uh, would uh, always uh, look forward and not behind. Yeah, she's just such a positive person. And uh, her and my sister are both that way, really positive people. And my mom always, <laughs> she was, uh, you know, she was a single mom for many years. And so, uh, you know, she never remarried, but she dated a lot of men. And 
her, you know, and me and my sister and her would get together as part of our cheers. We'd drink, drink champagne and talk about everything that happened. And uh, my mom was always, okay, here's to the men who might have been, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it was kind of a, you know, it was kind of a mantra that she had. And it, it, it was um, very healing for me to write that song. And then it makes, you know, I'm, I'm proud that a piece of her is in that song. And she was just such a powerful, wonderful, positive can we, person, not only as a mother, but just as a human to the planet. All my friends adored her. So, can we yeah. talk a and little? And my sister was incredible. Yeah. Same way, same. Just really great, powerful, positive females. Just adored them both. Yeah. Now, your your mom was also um, a performer. Is that correct? Did she? Yes, my mom was a performer for thirty years. She performed. She was a working musician, so she performed six nights a week with her guitar. Um, singing uh, and playing guitar and she was a request artist so she knew over 3,000 songs so people would come in and try to stump her you know and request oh. <laughs> songs and see if she could actually do it and she was really famous in the Northwest for that her name was Donna Lee and she had a residency at the Crow's Nest Lounge at Clover Island which is a is a beautiful hotel that overlooks the Columbia River and it's an all glass top um, lounge and it was really neat and on the weekends Fred Grazzini who had toured with Dizzy Gillespie would uh, come and play um, play uh, piano and organ he was he was so talented he could he could play bass with his left hand play keyboards with his right and he had a, he had a drum machine going on I mean he was just like a one-man band so the two of them would uh, play you know, would uh, would play more up tempo music on the weekend, and people would come and dance. So it was really fun. Oh my God! I imagine you as a young girl being totally influenced by your mom performing with her oh, guitar. Oh, completely! Yeah. yeah, completely. And also, also Fred Grazzini. He was such a great jazz player, and um, you know, when I started getting into jazz, he was he was really. Uh, you know, he had, he had toured with so many jazz greats. It was really inspiring to talk to him. And he would sit and, and listen to me scat, and, and I would talk about, you know, Mel Torme and learn songs by Ella Fitzgerald and all these different jazz people, and he would play them for me and, you know, critique my my improvisational skills. So it was really neat to have him as, a, a, you know, really a, a duo, a duo a partner of my mom, and they were really great friends but just he was just part of family so it was wonderful and and you play instruments as well oh yeah <laughs> yeah i play saxophone and you know i'd pop in there and every once in a while if the there was a, a nice manager and then there was a manager that was not not so nice but every once in a while i'd get to go in if the nice manager was on duty and then i could sit in and sing a song real quick and run out or or hang out I'd, they had a little area underneath the booth, and I'd go back in the kitchen, and then you could sneak and be, like, under the booth, and people wouldn't even know you were there in the back of the room. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah it was pretty great. Uh, yeah. That is awesome. The, the fruit doesn't far fall, far fall, fall far from the uh, creative tree with your mom yeah, and yourself. Yeah, completely. Um, and what about your, your sister who passed, uh, I think you mentioned a couple of years ago? Yeah, she was, yeah, she passed away <coughs> February 6th of 2020. Yeah, it was pretty tragic. It that was, is, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, our condolences. That is, that's a lot to deal yeah. with. Yeah, it was awful. awful. Oh, Lord. And, um, yeah, so um, she, she was not so, 
she wasn't that crazy about the music. I mean, she, her and myself, we, growing up, we were my mom's backup singers, and Vicky really didn't like doing it. I mean, my mom would have <laughs> to pay her to do it, where I was like, let's go, I can't wait, you know, oh so. Yeah, as soon as Vicky got old enough to tell mom I'm not doing, I'm not singing anymore, then my mom and I, we started doing like the Judds, and we, you know, we'd go out with, we both had guitars, and um, my mom and I would go and perform at weddings and and parties and all kinds of stuff together. So we were we were also, you know, really doing basically a, the Judds kind of situation. I love it. So in my teenage years, yeah. But all three of us sang in the church choir from, I mean, that was that was just something that was not debatable. Like, we, the three of us sang in the church choir, and, and you know, we, as soon as you were tall enough to fit in the robes, you joined the choir. And, you know, we had rehearsals on Wednesday, and then we sang on Sunday, and it was, it was really good for us. It, that's why the three of us were so close, because we, you know, that was just togetherness time, and we just really, we really loved it, and it was, it was really, really fun. I, yeah, I love, I were, love that my, story. My mom and my sister were amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, but she was more of a business person. I'll tell you, she, she knew exactly what she wanted to do. She was, she was uh, one of those. You know, she was doing the these home improvement shows before. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Before they, before they televised them you know she'd go in there she was a female she could do plumbing she could do electrical it was just amazing she would take wow. these homes i'd come home and she would t- take me show me this home that she was going to buy and it just looked horrifying to me i was like oh my god this is the most horror you are not buying this house nope you're not doing this this is house is so gross next thing i know like four months later or whatever i'd come back into town and it would be gorgeous and i'd be like oh my gosh what the heck you know How'd you do this? Yeah, she was really How did she do that? that? And you're talking about Vicky, who knew how to do Vicky, all that? That's Vicky, amazing. That, yeah, Vicky. Huh? Oh, she was, she was a whiz-bang with, with uh, buying and flipping properties. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And they had a, they also, the two of them had a business together called the Balloon Shop. So they had like a gift store. And then they did, um, people would come in and pick up balloon bouquets. And uh, they would make balloon arches and all kinds of stuff. So they had that business going on too. They were, you know, very entrepreneurial and my mom stopped performing, you know, they were, they were doing all kinds of other things. They always had all kinds of projects going on. The two of them were a couple of dynamos. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. You, you, your family is so talented. Um, does she leave, yeah, leave behind amazing. a family of her own? Um, yes. Uh, Crystal and Bryson, she's got, uh, a son and a daughter and, uh, they're doing they're doing great. It was rough, really rough on them, yeah. but now they're they're doing wonderful. And she had, um, thankfully, she had had her first um, great grandchild. Uh, oh, so right she got to she see passed. that. Yeah, that's special. That's really beautiful. Yeah, so she got to experience that. You know, she, she just died way too young. You know, just, yeah, uh, yeah. Lost her way too soon. It sounds yeah. really, really heavy and tragic. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they would kick me right in the pants and say, keep going, sister. We, we, we yeah. don't look back. And both of them had this way of, uh, you know, you'd come in, you'd tell them all your troubles and this and that. And then, you know, everybody would be quiet for a while. And then one or the other one would say, okay, well, it's time to pick up the program. And then they'd be on to the next thing. It's like, okay, you've had your time to wallow. Let's go. <laughs> 
So that, I think of that now, and whenever I start to kind of wallow, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. They would be yelling at me to get the program. Don't even try it, you know? That's right. And uh, circling back around to Can't Look Back is a, a good example of uh, setting the sights forward um, and, uh, you know, giving the yeah. giving your audience, your listeners, your fans something to be inspired by. And um, it definitely is exactly. a song that's resonating out there in the club, in Clublandia. Congratulations. In Clublandia. We love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so uh, it's uh, the whole album is really special, too. I mean, a lot of these songs I started writing a long time ago and I never finished them. And um, so during the pandemic, you know, I just. Thankfully, I had friends that I could get in contact with, and we'd get on Skype. They'd be overseas, and God knows, all over the planet. And we would, you know, create things, create music, create songs, create bass lines, and come up with all kinds of creative ideas. And we made that happen, you know, just kept creating during the pandemic and, you know, praying that things were going to get better. And yeah. They're, they're getting better, and things are looking up. And But the album that's coming is very special. The messages are really strong. They're really heartfelt, and it's very relatable to everyone. Everybody, these messages are things that everybody was feeling. So it's going to be nice that we can all share that together. I have a special message uh, for you um, from Tony Moran. Check it out. Hello, everybody. My name is Tony Moran, your friendly neighborhood DJ, music producer, <laughs> and so on and so on. Oh and so my on. gosh, I love Talk it. About one of my favorite topics, who happens to be a person and legendary artist. Her name is Christine W. On top of so many wonderful experiences that we have had as collaborators, it was such a pleasure to collaborate with Christine W. on a song that we really mostly had in an idea format. So Can't Look Back was like a variety of me shooting the track to Christine, her jamming along to it. Sometimes it's me sending a melody. It could come from any direction, but we're both always eager to be a part of the other's ideas. We Yay, Tony. <laughs> yes, no, that's what we love about, you know, he is such a great partner to collaborate with because you know, he's had so much success that he will just let you have it. You know, like if he's not feeling it, if he doesn't like a melody line or whatever, he'll say, okay, well, I like the lyrics, but I don't like the melody. Okay, I like the melody, but I don't like the lyrics. But he doesn't like, you know, beat around the bush. You know, he's a sweetheart, but, the, you know, I love that he's always honest. So then you can switch directions and go, you know, a different direction and you don't waste time. And, um, he just, uh, I just really love working with him, and we've we've been working together for, geez, 12, over 20 years. Yeah. He is just such a talented person. He's always on the road. He's always on the road, um, you know, DJing and making the world a, a, a better place every time he shows up and does a party. But he's just such a great uh, person in the studio. I've never, you know, really worked with anybody that was so... Um, He's make he really pushes you on your vocals. Like, I'll be your light when we went in the studio with I'll be your light. I'll tell you we must have done a bazillion takes, and I really wanted to strangle him by the end of the session. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if there hadn't been a bunch of people there, I probably would have lost my mind, you know. Uh, but because it was just 
he was really, really, really hard on me. But then the end, you know, when you listen, when I listen to it now, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like perfection. But, you know, it was like all the, to me, it felt like an all day session. Like it just take after take after take. And I just wanted to, you know, freaking jump out of the window or whatever. But um, looking back at it, he was just, you know, he knew I could give more. He knew I could do better. And he's a great producer. He's one of the greats for sure. He's yeah. He's, Top of the line right there. I mean, he's a That's great real deal. He can do anything, honestly. But, I mean, wow. He's an insane producer. Wow. So, I mean, he, he in the end, at the end of the day, was able to uh, capture, like, the best take out of all those takes by pushing Oh, yeah. Them. And yeah. he was straight up with me when I did the first Can't Look Back vocals, and I sent him a copy, and he said, I think you can sing the vocals better. And so away we went, we Saying the vocals better, you know what I mean? It's like he, because he, he can do, you can, he can do stronger. You can be, you know, you yeah. can do the vocals stronger, and we need more. You know, he can do more background vocals. Like he'll, I love that that he'll just be honest with you. you and know? and also he has like, a vision. Okay, I, don't, how, yeah. I don't care how many hits you've done or how great you know you are or whatever. I love you enough to tell you this is you need to do this. <laughs> you know, right? So, so he he has like um, an amazing vision of what the end sound should sound like in his oh, yeah. in his it mind was his idea to get james her you know as the, the the lead producer you know he's he you know he was you know he sat back and was super objective and i mean he was like okay well we need to get james her to produce this and you need to listen to his mixes and, and see what you think and i started listening to james her mixes and i was like whoa okay well this 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 is, uh, he's dead right, you know? The guy's in London, you know, it's a pandemic, yeah. and you're trying to find the guy, you know? It's just like, <laughs> it was a, such a weird shot in the dark, and then, lo and behold, you know, James Hurt emails me back, and then says, okay, send a song, but then he writes in there, but if I don't like this song, don't get mad I'm if I turn it down. I'm just telling you now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like Tony Moran, no matter... Well, you know what? I'm just going to tell you, you know what I mean? I'm just telling you up front. If it's, if I don't like it, I'm not doing it. You know, I don't care how many hits anybody's had or how much I love Tony and, or your past work or whatever. Jesus, so was, all this like, honesty. Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he just warned me up front, like, okay, just don't get angry if I turn it down because I I have to believe in the song. And, yeah, that makes sense. And the lyric and the message too. He said so, and I thought, oh boy, Ooh, okay. <laughs> I sent it and was like nail biting. I mean, can't so, look back is the to me it resonates. It's the it's one of the perfect messages for right now, you know. Yeah, for right now, but it's it's so strange that um, you know it morphed. It, it, it morphed. It's it's changed so many times since we started it four years ago, like it's not really recognizable from where I started with it, you know? Yeah. When so, I, when, that's a good thing. When we spoke last, geez, I think we were in the height of the Corona pandemic and everything seems so uncertain, I would say, you know, God, we've, we've kind of gotten out of that dark tunnel now and it is, yeah. is behind us, uh, more or less. Um, what a, what a world of a difference, you know, are you, uh, well, actually, hold that thought. I want to ask you about your upcoming performances and whatnot, but let's have a listen to um, the new Tony Moran remix because he he just delivered some remixes for us. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, to stay on, stay on, and we'll just sample this. It's uh, Can't Look Back, the Tony Moran remix. Check it out, folks. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. That is a sampling of the Tony Moran remix on the amazing EP, Can't Look Back, starring the one and only Dan Stever herself, Miss Christine W. Go out and oh, download okay. that song. <laughs> Yay! It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Do you do you mind being called Dan Stever and all of that good stuff? <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm just happy to be called anything. <laughs> You know what? We'll just we'll take it. You know what I mean? We'll take all the love we can get for sure. That's right. Um, yes. And and you're you wear a crown of nineteen, eighteen, number one Billboard club chart singles. <laughs> well, seventeen, and if there was a Billboard chart, this might have been eighteen. But uh, hopefully, one day soon, the the club charts will come back, and uh, they'll have reporting DJs again, and they'll be able to. To uh, you know, have the club charts and and work it, yeah, you know, work it, yeah, yeah. What does Bobby and, say about that? Why why isn't it come back yet? Do you have any idea? Well, I think they had. Uh, there was a lot of clubs that that didn't make it during the pandemic, uh, shut down, or were uh, purchased by um, other entities. I mean, some of them were you know mode, you know, turned into condos or apartments or whatever. Um, but uh, I think they're trying to figure out what the, the clubs, the anchor clubs are going to be in the different, you know, in the different uh, places like, you know, Chicago, um, you know, you know, they, the, there's 140 or 50 reporting DJs there used to be. And then there was all these clubs scattered throughout the, U the U.S. and mm -hmm. certain clubs is where, you know, the, where the residencies were is where the, they were pretty DJs were so it's a, been you know it's definitely been a reorganization and new clubs clubs have closed down and some clubs are uh, I'm opening a new club next month I'm thrilled to announce in Utah called uh, Club Verse which is a, a gay club but also um, you know 
friendly to you know everybody's welcome there and just come as you know come as you are everybody's welcome but it's a gay owned club um and uh they're it's beautiful and so i'm gonna play their christmas party on december 17th oh, that's, and that's yeah. it's gonna be so joyful because it's a brand new club that they uh they built from the ground up and it's beautiful and i'm so you know excited for salt lake city to have a fun place where everybody can go and dance and finally you know, <laughs> finally yeah and uh i played the mother load really proud of the mother load in los angeles i played there last month um they survived the pandemic uh, what a great what a great crew there they've been there for i i think the the, the owners maybe it's their 40 year anniversary i played 40 years can you imagine They're a club and then they survived the pandemic and all that I mean, you know, you have to be. That's that's so you got to take your hat off to to many of these people, and I've I've met them and I admire them so much. Many people that own clubs, you know, they paid their employees until they just couldn't afford to pay them anymore, and and you know, it's yeah, just it's it's sad. really been something to watch what happened to you know our clubs and our people, you know, during during the shutdowns. Tough. Yeah. That's right. It, it's a part, you know, beyond the human pain and suffering, businesses really took a hit. Uh, of all kinds, yeah. you know. So you, you got to remember all the ones that you know are that that lost their lost their places, and then the, you know get behind and support the ones that are trying to open new places and start again. Because you know, we can't look back. We got to keep cracking. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's why i love the message so much i see you you're rising on dj life magazine's top national chart as well congratulations oh that's amazing did you I not know that, know that. <laughs> see i have to call you to find out what's going on in the streets i'm the sweet girl um <laughs> it, keeping me hip to the, what's going on yeah it, it made it debuted last month and this month um the new one hasn't come out it's a little tardy but I'm pretty sure it's going to go up. Um, I'm one of actually one of their reporters now. So I ranked you at number one on my chart. So hopefully it'll give it a bump as well. And uh, Oh, I love you. Thank you <laughs> we for love you always too. supporting us. Tweaky, you are like amazing. Like you always support us, you know, and sometimes, you know, we get a bit deflated out here. We're trying to create, you know, you think that, oh, my goodness, nobody cares or whatever. And then, you know, you'll see a post by you or you know that their songs will move up the chart or you know you guys uh really support us out here creating things i know you know jason walker adores you and oh Tony yes and just so many artists Speak, love you guys and thank you appreciate you and christine speaking of jason he's our next guest and i know he adores you he, you guys are friends right yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, is he, so he's definitely on. Uh, yeah. Well, he's. I'm calling him. I haven't. The next time we do an interview, I will have it down where we can all talk at the same time. But yes. it, it's individual interviews today, unfortunately. But um, he's so incredible. What he's what an incredible human and what a <laughs> talent. Just wow. Yeah. yeah. And coincidentally, you have can't look back at number one. And he has danced a little at number two on the probably top 30. And not just on my chart, but both of your tracks are resonating really high on all of the major record pulls and whatnot. The DJ oh, playlist. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. Dance a little is amazing. Love it. Yes. Yeah, so I'll let him know you said hello, and um, oh, I love him. Next time we'll do Ooh. like a uh, 
tripod interview of sorts and work it out. But uh, I would that'd I'd, be fun. Yeah, I'd like to go out with um, "Can't Look Back." Another another mix, the the Chicago mix. Is that right? Oh, Beyond Chicago. Those guys are amazing. Their mix show is on Kiss FM. Usually every weekend, they're, you know, every weekend or every other weekend, they're spinning at uh, Ministry of Sound in London. And we actually debuted the record on Kiss on their show. Oh, hot. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess last month uh, when it came out, or, you know, when, I can't remember what date it was, but not that long ago. But they debuted it on Kiss FM, and that was really special. And uh, those guys are great. They are just amazing. So talented, and everybody's loved their mix. And also J-Squad, Joey Moskowitz and Joel Dickinson, their mix is uh, it's really funky and progressive and fun, too. Like we, we really have stellar mixes on this song. So thank you to all the... All the fabulous creators that created the beautiful, You're welcome. Uh, you know, kick, kick, kick booty uh, remixes that we have. <laughs> Amazing. Christine, can I um, introduce you to my co-host? He just walked in, Mr. Yule. Hi, how, how are oh, you? Oh, fabulous. Yay, <laughs> hi. Hi, honey. Hi, how, how are you? Good. Hey. That's great. We're having a good interview here. We're having a good time. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm over the roof, over the moon to be interviewing <laughs> you too. again. Um, well, you sound fantastic. The song's amazing. Um, and congratulations again for all the uh, success on the DJ charts. And keep the fire burning, Christine W. <laughs> well, congratulations to the, the you know to the Pride Radio family and to, to all your successes as well. And once again, we just all so appreciate the support that you give to all of us artists, the dance community, the gay community, the straight community that that tunes in just every, you know, like you're definitely, you know, you're such a bright spot in the world. And we so appreciate it. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Happy to be back on the air after a little hiatus. Uh, well, we're going to go yeah. out now, folks, <laughs> with uh, another remix of Can't Look Back. Now, go and download Can't Look Back from all the major um, distribution sites online like iTunes or Spotify. It's there everywhere and it's number one. Christine W., come on back, okay? <laughs> I will. I love you, Tweeka. Love you too. Bye bye now. Bye, babe. All right, folks, we're coming back to talk to you all about his show, Creator. But right now, let's check out another remix of Can't Look Back, number one song on this week's Pride Top 30 Countdown.
You're listening to the House of Pride show on our new day, Thursdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> let, let me lower the mic. Wait, what channel are you on? Say something. Oh, four. Oh, four. 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 Oh, check, there you are. Check, check yourself. What's a There you go. You're, you're on. I can hear you. Can you hear yourself? You. I, I usually can hear myself when I talk. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So let's talk about you and your show coming up this Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. You <laughs> should know where you're going to be there, right? It's all dawning on me now. <laughs> it's called The Creator. It's at... Uh, it's, it's, it's called Creator. It's at Powerhouse. It's on every second Sunday of the month from 5 to 10 p.m. And we have live performance art at 9 p.m. Exactly. Don't be late. What should folks expect when they come? Uh, just the queer art scene in San Francisco. We have some kind of, we have some sort of big names for the queer art scene. Let's see, we got, uh, we got Vera Sphere and Jeremy Novi and Johnny Botts and Natalie McCain, which are all queer artists here local from San Francisco. Yeah. And they'll all be showing their artwork for sale, uh, and it's all at a very reasonable price. So stop by and check it out. How do you show it in a in a bar? Do you? Oh, I bring in a, a ton of lighting. I bring in all this lights, and then we cover the whole back room of the bar with uh, art on the walls. And then I have a false wall where I put my artwork on, and it's a really cool, chill experience. You're gonna enjoy it. I like that that combination of medium mediums. Between uh, a bar, you know, dancing maybe, music. Maybe. And uh, some performance art as well. So I'd say <laughs> it's, uh, it's 50% art show, 25% dance party, and 25% drag show. It's cool. creator. Yeah. I've heard of Jeremy Novi. He does those goldfish, doesn't he? Koi fish. Koi, sorry. Oh, that's, <laughs> wow. You're interesting. <laughs> Well, they can't, like, koi's are bigger. Is Big. that the difference that you know in fishes? Let's see. I used to have a koi fish, and then um, it died. No, you had a goldfish. No, I had seven goldfish, but at one point I had a koi. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> and a raccoon ate it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put a top on your pond at night. I did not know that. Now that I know when I have my future pond. <laughs> <laughs> Stick a top on top. Mm, that's all I need is more tops. Yeah. Wow. So, yes, and I'm, I'm your DJ this Sunday. Wow. I what, what should I, what do I need to do? Do I have to bring a controller? What's the setup like? Oh, uh, there's a DJ set there. All you bring is a thumb drive with all your music on it. Oh, really? It's really simple. Oh, okay. Um, a thumb drive, maybe two thumb drives. You feel like bouncing. Oh, so there's a CDR. There's two CDR yeah. units, and you do a thumb drive in each one. It's really easy to use. I've used it before. I was cool. a DJ once. You were the DJ and the creator. I am everything. You're every woman. Uh, no, I am not <laughs> every woman. I, I cannot say that. I have way more respect for women than to say I'm every woman. I'm every woman. <laughs> But, uh, wow, so folks, you heard it, you have to come. What's the best time to get there? Uh, so if you're coming, if you're going to be real quick, like I have a bunch of sober people that like to come and they don't drink, so they usually come a little later, around uh, 8, 
8 o'clock, 7.30, where they have a chance to check out all the art, meet the artists, and then catch the show, and they don't feel uncomfortable for not drinking because they're only there for like two hours. Uh, but, you know, if you want to come early and dance, the sh uh, we open up at 5. Well, the bar opens at 4, but we're done setting up at 5, so you could check out all the art out and maybe purchase something. You're really going to help the local art artists around here by supporting them. Um, everything, the nice thing about Creator is other events, uh, I'm not going to name them, but every other art event, you have to pay money to actually show your artwork. Creator doesn't make you pay money. Um, or they take a commission off of what you sell. Creator doesn't take a commission off anything the artist sells and they don't charge the artist a fee to show. Everything that the artist makes, they get to keep. And the reason I do that is because I understand what it's like because I am an artist myself and I don't want to... I actually put the cost, that showing fee, I put it on the patron. I think you should pay to see art. The people made it, you should pay for it. You heard it right here on House of Pride Radio. So I think you should all come. Every walk of life, come support the local artists and uh, make it happen. Let's take a short musical break. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah, let's dance. We're playing some local music today. This is Gypsy Love's new one out there on Record Pool Charts. It's called Loving You Is All I Do. Work it, Gypsy.
Yes, Gypsy Love, working it out with Loving You Is All I Do. I've got my co-host here today, Yule. He's going to, Yule and I, we're going to interview, we're going to go to New York, Yule. Oh, we're going to New York? Yeah, via telephone to uh, interview Jason Walker, who has the number two song on our Top 30 Countdown. How exciting. <laughs> I'm excited. Super good song. Let's have a little little listen while we uh, while we cue things up with Jason over in New York City. Here it is. It's called Dance a Little. <laughs> we can hear you, Jason. <laughs> you can hear everything. Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> Welcome to House of Pride Radio. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? It's been a minute, pretty minute. I am. I am well. I am well. Good. You can hear everything that we were saying. <laughs> Hi. Oh, we we got. I've got to go across the room and um, introduce to you. My co-hosts and co-hostess. Uh, okay. We've got Mr. Yule with me today. Good evening. Hello. Hi. And how are you, hon? I'm I'm great. I look good, great. Good, good. <laughs> and then just walking in now is Betty uh, Strawberry. Well, hello, Betty. Hi there. How's it going? Uh, I'm good, lovey. Betty, come and see in Espanol Strawberry. <laughs> 
Um, strawberry se dice fresas. Like, I always say fresas. <laughs> Very fresas. <laughs> freshas. Freshas. Yeah, okay. No, no H. The H is silent. Oh. Fresha. Fresas. Fresas. Fres, like free? Uh-huh. Fresas. Free Okay, her name is really Betty Frisas. Yes. <laughs> Betty Frisas. Yes. Uh, well, welcome everyone, and we're speaking, of course, to New York City. I believe you're still in New York, uh, to the one and only yes, Jason sir. Walker. Yeah. Uh, How are you? How are you? We're doing. Thank you. We're doing good. Super stoked that your song is resonating so well. Dance a little. Can you give us a little backstory on on the production and how it all came to be? Well, Georgie, um, George, oh, before I forget, he said for me to tell you that he loves your remix of Love One Another. Yay. That came out. <laughs> make, sure, make, make sure you say it. So. That came out a couple say years it. ago, but okay, thank you. <laughs> love him. Love Georgie Porgy. Oh, I love him too. He sends me this, this, like a random text. I'm like, okay, I'll make sure. And oh, thank you, Georgie. He's, he's fierce. I think... A master, a master of Jack and House. Oh, 100%. There's nobody better. Amazing. Just blows me away every time. So you have an opportunity now to have worked with him and released this e this amazing EP, Dance a Little. Yeah, we're, we're, I was really excited about this. Um, we wanted to do something that kind of, or hopefully would make people forget about the past couple of years and want to shake a leg. So um, he sent me a track and I, I loved it. And I was sitting at the dining room table and it just kind of happened. The whole thing kind of wrote itself. But awesome. that's what we, that's what we wanted to do. And you did it. It's number one on, I saw some major record pools and, yeah, it was, it's been really well received. He did a, um, Georgie did a, a fierce um, piano revival mix. And I think that kind of took it over the top. But the um, mm -hmm. feedback's been really good. So I'm, I'm happy. Um, we're happy for you. Oh, by the way, uh, Christine W., we just interviewed her before. She's sending lots of love your way. You guys are good friends. Oh, right back at her. That's my girl. Yeah, and you've worked with Tony Moran as well. So it's like a, it's like a Kiki with the, all of us together today because you've worked with Tony. Tony's working on Christine W's new one, and uh -huh. uh, you're all on the charts together. And uh, Tony sends you a message. Let me see if I've queued it up correctly. Here it goes. This is too big of a deal just to have as one specific genre song. This is something that we need to you know, open up and investigate Don't know what. how it gets revealed <laughs> to the music loving universe and about this amazing I don't know what he's talking fantastic about producer, hold on. <laughs> uh, named James Herr okay hold on about the version they did they did of this collaboration that we had started as writers before and I was so proud <laughs> of, of the the result of their collaboration James Herr and Christine W he's just together. talking about Christine whatever I did had <laughs> but then they uh, totally so, supersized congratulations on can't look back Oh, here we go. And many congratulations to Jason Walker for all of his recent releases and all of the things that we've worked on together. 
and much love to you, Jimmy Turner, and thank you for inviting me. Who was laughing in the background? Uh, my co-host. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I just, we finally found it. I just love that he he's really happy about the stuff you worked on together, and that's it. Oh, man. We were, we were glued to each other for a good five years. It was it was great. It was great. I, I love Tony, and I was such a fan before we ever did anything together. So I mean, it was we we made some we made some good stuff. I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of it, and I love him. Now that the pandemic is uh, somewhat behind us, uh, do you have any upcoming gigs you want to pimp out today? I do. I am going to Albania next week. Um, they do a they do a show in Albania called um, Kenga Magic. It uh, means magic song. It's like a slightly or a smaller version of Eurovision. Okay. So I'll be um, I'll be over there for ten days, and it's I did it in um, 2019, and they invited me back. Uh, it was it was incredible. It was one of the best things I've ever done. That's amazing. Uh, do you have roots in uh, in Europe? <laughs> no, no. I got scouted to uh, to be in this show in 2019, and I didn't know anything about it, and I'd never been to Albania. Um, but I'll tell you what, they are spot on. You are treated so well, and it's such an experience. So they asked me to come back this year, and I said, of course. Hot. You 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 knock it out of the ballpark there for us. Film it. I want to see. I want to see some uh, receipts of your your stage yeah, triumph. Yeah, what those Albanians look like? Yeah, uh, we want to see how hot they are. Are they Albanian? <laughs> well, I'll have. Do you have a boyfriend there? God. What's that? <laughs> Do you have a, a lover over there? No. No. <laughs> Not just one, huh? No, not in Albania. There's just one. Oh. I'm, I'm stuck to him. Oh, you have a honey. I love that. I do. Can you tell us I his do. name? His name is Scheibel. Shout out to Scheibel. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> is he there now? He is here now. Oh. He's, um, we are c complete opposites. Is he shy? Uh, it's not. It's, he's not shy. He's just private, and he's a brain and a thinker. <laughs> so you put the two of us together, and you're like, "What the fuck?" But um, it's been 13 years, so it's, oh, wow. something must be right. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's hot. I love it. Love that. <laughs> Um, well, we're going to let you go, Jason Walker. We're going to finish out the rest of this mix that we've started. Um, right. Now, where a, can... It was lovely yeah. talking to you. Where can folks go to follow you? It's lovely talking to you. You can, uh, you can go um, to Instagram. It's the Jason Walker. I'm on Facebook. Um, uh, TikTok is the Jason Walker and uh, my website, jasonwalkermusic.com. Awesome. And folks, download the new song. It's called Dance yes, a please. Little. Please dance a little. <laughs>
we need to dance a little after what we've all been through. So right, that that was exactly <laughs> my point. That's that's what I wanted to do. And you did it. You did it, sir. <laughs> I was going to say you did it, girl. But you no. no. <laughs> all right. Well, you have a good night, honey. You too. Love you. Yeah, Take a good one. Take, bye, boys. Uh, bye, bye. Here it is. Dance a little, Jason Walker. Yes. House Pride Radio coming at you live. We are now in the segment called Local Luminaries with uh, my co-host for the day, Yul. How do you say your last name, Yul? Renteria. Sure. Como Renteria. <laughs> like the rent is too damn high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, when I was a kid, it was, you're so poor, you have to rent tortillas. Rent tortillas. Mm. Yeah. Yum. I just had a few tortillas for lunch, actually, across down the road. Uh, I don't actually eat tortillas. No. No. <laughs> They're high in saturated fat. Uh, and Betty um, Frisha. Free sass. Free sass. Yeah. Free sex. Free Fresh sex. ass. Free sex. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's Betty true. Free sex. I can, I can remember that. Selling it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the next, next uh, coming up. Segment. Yeah. Welcome. This is your first, both of you, I think, made a bit. I've been here before. Have you? I don't remember. I don't remember you either. <laughs> it must have been with somebody else. It was with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get right into it. Betty, what are you up to, girl? Um, just, you know, working, slaying, doing the most currently. Uh, but no, for today, I am uh, currently getting ready for a show, so I have, well, I'm a local drag performer. I guess I should start off by saying that I'm originally from Mexico, but I live here in San Francisco, um, and I've been doing drag for six years, but I've been living in the city for about two years now. Um, and I currently host a Latin drag night. I like to say the biggest Latin night in, on 18th and Castro. <laughs> it's also the only Latin night on 18th and Castro on a Thursday. So it's every Thursday night at Midnight Sun. Have y'all been to Midnight Sun before? Yeah, we've been to Midnight yeah. Sun. Yeah, many times when I say Midnight Sun, they're like, oh, is it open again? Um, I don't know why people think it's like closed. I, think. I don't know. Well, I walked past there last night, around, but I think it was early, around 7.30, and there was nobody around. Yeah, oh, I usually walk yeah. past there, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they're like, it's like so funny because it's like a regular bar, so it's like always open at like 2 p.m., um, but Thursdays consist of me going there before they open, decorating for the night and setting up decorations. What kind of decorations do you have? All kind of tacky Mexican Latin decorations. That sounds awful. Yeah, exactly. You mean like that colored paper that has like cut out? <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. It looks mm -hmm. like the mission on 18th. Yes. Yeah. Got um, it. Yeah. It's very that. So um, I love it. It's I mean, something that I yeah. do for myself. 
Do you have a piñata hanging? There is a piñata, <laughs> and it's a fresa's piñata, so it's the, there's a little strawberry, strawberry. Mm-hmm, yeah. hanging Did, on there. What comes out of it? Yeah. No, oh, nothing. It's Nobody hits it? Nobody hits it, no. What about for your birthday? Are you going to fill it up with candy or cocaine? Something that people right. <laughs> I don't know. Condoms. Maybe, perhaps. My birthday is in March, so you know that oh, it's is coming an idea. <laughs> Maybe until we get a new piñata. Um, it's just like a decoration, you know. Hopefully, it'll last for three years or more. <laughs> I mean, I think it's perfect for the Castro. It's just what we need. Yeah, I mean, it's like there is other Latin nights. Um, You know, there's like Latin nights on Wednesdays and on Thursdays as well on market. Um, Oh, at the cafe? Yeah, there's the cafe. There's Mm -hmm. Bo. Um, I've worked for both of those. Do people go to the cafe? Yeah. Yeah, That live in the city? That one's crowded. No way. I know. It's fun. I love it. I've never been. It's cute. It's cute. I I like the cafe because it's a really big space. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those... uh, it's one of the very few, I mean, I've only been here for a very short period of time, but it's one of the few spaces I believe in the Castro or just in general queer spaces that have a large dance floor Yeah, where there a lot of people can come through. So I think the cafe is a really fun place to go if you have a large group of friends and then everyone just wants to go That's dance. the problem. I don't have friends. No friends, yeah. So I usually go to a place where I could be by myself and be, you know, or like cruisy and seedy. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, you should definitely come to Jesus a Hero. Sun. That's definitely a good <laughs> yeah. place. Um, is I, it cruisy there? Uh, you could cruise anywhere, honestly. <laughs> this is San Francisco. Well, what, what can folks expect if they go to your show? Yes. So it's, like I said, it's every Thursday. It's from 9 to 2 a.m. It's tonight. It is tonight. Yeah. I'm oh. going to leave here and go get ready after that. You know, just put some chapstick and mascara and we'll be done. <laughs> but um, what you can expect is a drag show. So we've been doing this for about a year now. So we just celebrated our one-year anniversary. And we've evolved the show. My main goal is to celebrate um, and bring out more people onto the scene. So I bring a lot of like new performers or performers that haven't been doing it for too long, any sort of Latinx performer. So every week we have two performers, whether that's like drag king, um, drag performer, or a drag queen. Um, today we have a drag king, his name is Luke Modelo. And then we have a drag queen, her name is Heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, so um, they're, uh, both really great performers. So every week we have different. And they're Latin, right? Uh, they both are, yes. Oh, um, cool. But I don't only bring Latin performers anymore. Um, I anymore? Like to, yeah. <laughs> I like to say that I'm an inclusive space. What was the turn? Uh, what was the decision that made you decide to, to bring in more diverse? Well, uh, the first decision was more money, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I was able to have a, a larger budget uh, to book more performers, then I decided to expand it to open it up for more. Um, individuals but like I was saying earlier it's like I like to say that my night is an inclusive night and you know yes it's an inclusive night for all Latinx people but you can't say it's only for Latinx people and then still call it inclusive so I opened it up for everyone so everyone's welcome there everyone's invited and I do both performers of um, you know all nationalities um, and all you do performers of all nationalities yeah so I, I no longer only have because I used <laughs> to be like, if you're going to perform, you have to do a song in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, let's be real. There's a lot of Latin people that don't speak Spanish. Um, yo, yo es un pocho. I, I'm uh-huh. just I'm watching the Selena episode series and I'm I, who knew like, yeah, I'm learning that a lot of Latin people don't speak Spanish. Yeah. I mean, um, if you want to do like a little history lesson really quick, um, you know, a couple decades ago, I mean, even up to very recent, um, Latin parents would choose not to teach their children Spanish because they were afraid that they would have an accent. 
and then they would be discriminated against in school or anywhere in the public. So in order to kind of save them from that trouble, they would not teach them Spanish so they could only learn English. Um, and that's kind of, I have family members that are like that. Um, so you have a lot of Latin people um, who start learning their native language, you know, like once they're like 20, 25, 30, yeah. 40. Um, so I can't, you know, exclude those people. Also, the other thing is like, okay, what is Latin, right? So I'm Mexican, so I speak Spanish, but I have friends that are Brazilian. They don't speak Spanish. They speak Portuguese. So that's another thing, you know, oh, they're yeah. still Latin. They're so, so sexy. You know, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's like you, you have to keep it very open yeah. um, for everybody. And that's what, I, that's what I like to do. But the main goal is to expose those that are at Midnight Sun on a Thursday night to what Latin music is like, what Latin culture feels like. Um, and I'm really the the main person that does that. And then my performers just kind of are supplements to what San Francisco drag scene can offer to the table. So I have to ask, are you a pretty drag queen or are you an artistic drag queen? I can answer that question. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous. That's why she's on this show. I'm like, wow, this is a top-notch talent here. Yeah, um, I'll show you a picture. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to see. But I, I like to, so my name is Betty from Ugly Betty, the show. Betty La Fea. Uh, Betty La Fea, exactly. And then Fresas, which is like strawberry. So um, I love the show Ugly Betty because it's all about a transformation, right? My drag is all about transformation. So it's about, you could be maybe not conventionally beautiful on the outside, but beautiful on the inside. Um, and all it takes is one small transformation to showcase what's already on the inside, on the outside for other people to recognize. And then Fresas is a social term it's a slang term that's used in mexico to kind of um say anybody that is like a upper shallot like sna um snooty girl like mean girls kind of thing so someone that likes to pretend like they're better than other people uh -huh. um, or like they're richer than other people so that means that they're better that would be a fresa and then the opposite of that which you might have heard more often is anaco and those are people that like take like the bus Oh, no, I've never heard that. Yeah, so it's just like... I'm a fresa on the bus. On the bus. I, I drink yeah. fresa at, uh, at the uh, taqueria. The Jews. There's, uh, there's my Instagram. So did, did you... Do, oh, you are pretty. Did Look you do you. drag in Mexico? Um, I didn't. Um, yeah, well, if you want to see the pictures that we're looking at right now, my Instagram handle is B-E-T-T-Y-F-R-E-S-A-S. -E yes. Fresas. Um, yeah, so you could check out some pictures there. There's some videos, but uh, no, I actually I did grow up in Mexico. I lived in Mexico till I was about fifteen. Oh, that, that's coming. <laughs> that's coming from Yule's I'm phone. I'm trying to turn it off. Jeez, this how is, how rude! This is bringing me back to when I used to live in Mexico. That song. Oh. Um, but no, I used to live in Mexico till I was about fifteen. What city um, were you from? I was born in uh, Nogales, which is a border town. So basically, there's a Nogales, Mexico, and there's a Nogales, Arizona. Oh, um, yeah. So I was born in Arizona, lived in Mexico. So I'm fortunate to be a U.S. citizen. That means that I was able to go to school in America. So I crossed the border every day. So I got a little bit of like both worlds. That sounds cool. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I literally like would wake up at like six, seven a.m. Um, in the morning, you know, shower, get in the car, go to the border, cross the la cross the border, and then like go to school um, by eight p. eight a.m. Um, but it's ironic just because you know all of that time to prepare and get there, but it's only like a ten mile radius yeah. between my house and the school. 
um, which is like about the same from here to like the other side of the city. So yeah, it's it was a really interesting like growing up story. I was not gay. Um, I was not out or anything. You're like not that. gay. What, no. What happened? Full on straight over here. Yeah. You were straight in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And oh. then when you got to the other side, I was still straight. Yeah. Um, I didn't come out to my parents until I was about like. 20 and in college and i had a boyfriend that you know i could no longer hide so yeah what was the switch that clicked on for you like how did you realize you were attracted to men um i mean i've always known oh okay yeah that's it, like i was just joking i've always known um i've never watched um straight porn i've only watched like gay porn oh, okay since i was in mexico but i never got the nerve to say you know yeah. admitted to myself or to others um, what was the switch for me to come out though was like I said I had a boyfriend and really what the main difference there was I felt like I had a community and someone to rely on or someone to fall back on so if my parents were to say you know we don't love you or we don't accept you that way that I knew that I had someone that would love me regardless um, so I think that was the reason why I felt like I could come out where did you go to college I went to college to San Jose State um, oh, so you were in the Bay Area when you felt kind of a community. Yeah. So I moved from Mexico to the Bay. I moved to Los Gatos. Um, do y'all know where that is? It's in Mexico, right? <laughs> no. It's, um, it's in the it, mountains? It's San Francisco, it's Oakland, a, Berkeley, and Mexico, and then south. it's New York. Right. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. South of the border. Um, no, it's like South Bay area. So San Jose, Silicon Valley. It's like a little bit like south of that if you're heading to like Santa Cruz. Santa I've, Cruz I've driven past there. Or, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Palo Alto. It's like the Palo Alto of the of mountains. area. So it's just like, you know, very, a lot of fresas. You live here yeah. now, right? I do live here, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, lu- I'm lucky to be living in the city now. Um, what did you major in, uh, Betty? I, made, uh, I have a degree in advertising oh. and a minor in photography. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. What do you do for work here in this big oh wait i know what that answer do you make all your own ads (laughs) never mind my own ads yeah um some of them yes some of them no most of the ones that are posted there are actually made by my dj um his name is dj lou um and it's shout out to dj lou yeah dj lou 1985 on instagram he (laughs) makes a lot of um the posters for the flyers for Midnight Sun. He makes some for Bo. Um, so he's actually the one that designs most of those. Cool. Uh, but I do a lot of my own marketing for my own personal stuff. Um, I, I actually end up doing most of those things because I have, you know, that experience being in advertising and all of that. Um, and Betty's a full-time drag performer, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. So, yes, the I do real my own deal. taxes. I'm like, I do my Independent own taxes, contract. I do my own marketing. Itemized deductions, uh, a yes. breastplate. Exactly, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everything counts from the gas, um, you know, to like <laughs> the lashes, to yeah. the makeup remover, everything. Now, do you use lashes deductible. more than once? Yes, uh, my lashes, I only use one pair from a specific brand that I like, and I use it until it's dead. You just don't want to, I always want to just rip it off and throw it somewhere when I. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes. Um, I, ironically, there's uh, my old lash that I took off is in my car in the. Uh, <laughs> Ashtray? In the cup, yeah, in the cup holder. <laughs> there's a, a nasty ass lash right there, but I don't use it anymore because I have a fresh pair at home. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be economical about these things. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just like not everything. It's like. 
I would put lashes in the same denomination as contacts. You don't want to throw, like, your contact was expensive, you know? You yeah. don't want to throw away your contact unless it's a daily. And I know some people that wear it for more than one day. Oh, you're not supposed to, folks. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing that it's just like, if you have a monthly contact, then you're going to put it away and then you're going to store it. And you're going to put it on the next day. So that's the same thing with lashes. Um, that's how I feel about it. Same thing with, like, like beauty sponges. Like, you know, you want to wash that, you want to clean it, and then you reuse it. Really? I don't know yeah. what that is. I know. I the washing part is the part that most people struggle with, I think. Yeah. Right. I was struggling with that after that event we did together. Yeah. It, it's like, oh, I don't have any oil. What do I do now? So I just took a bar of soap and scrubbed away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, luckily, I worked at Sephora for three years um, before I was doing drag full time. Oh, I, I stopped working at Sephora in March this year, actually. What's, so, what is the best way to remove drag makeup? I love a little shout out to this brand. It's called Pharmacy. Um, it's with an F, Pharmacy. And it's a melting balm. So it's an oil in a balm. So mm. I love that because it's easy to travel with. It's not a liquid, so it's not going to spill everywhere. Um, you could travel with it on a plane if you wanted to. But you just grab a little piece of it, the, of the balm warm it up in your fingers and then it just starts literally like removing all breaks down all the makeup because i should try that usually i just fall asleep in my makeup and then <laughs> in the morning i'll be like oh it comes off so much easier because you still have all that sweat from your sleeping yeah or it's on the pillow yeah it's in the pillow too that's you know definitely it's that way. yeah i mean you know i'm guilty as charged as well literally yesterday i had a show in oakland uh the port bar and it's uh, my friend's birthday today. Happy birthday to Shrill. Happy so, birthday, Shrill. Yes. Um, she's turning 27. I know what a baby, huh? How, old are, how old are you, honey? I'm 27. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, um, she's just catching up. But um, I, like, stopped by her house. It was midnight. So then I, like, stopped by her house, just took off my lipstick because we were eating some Carl's Jr. And then I, like, got in her bed. And then before you know it, I was passed out in my makeup and everything. Woke up at 2 a.m. And I was like... I have to go home and take my makeup <laughs> off as much as I would hate to like still take an extra five minutes to take it off. Yeah, I have to take it off because then I'm going to put some more makeup back on today, you know? So it's like, it's, it's one of those things where you have to think ahead because if not, then like I'll get a pimple and then I'll have to shave the pimple and then it's going to be bloody and it's, and it's never going to heal. Drag problems. Very much <laughs> drag problems. But or like your said, eyes are too, get all pink. Yeah, I mean, you could get um, a sty. Yes, <laughs> that, I've, I've gotten one of those in the past. and that's I would not a love a thing. guy. Yeah, I love guys too. But a sty, on the other hand, I don't. Um, it's like a little ball that forms on your eye. Oh, yeah, it's painful. Oh, and then for it to go away. Like a pimple you on not, your eye? It's basically a pimple on your uh, eyelid. Yeah. Oh, I've seen those before on people. Have, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, on people. <laughs> <laughs> on hum humanoids. On humanoids, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that in The Man in the Mirror one time. Yeah. No, I did not. I remember. <laughs> so who is the lucky man in your life? His name is Salvador. Ooh, that's um, a sexy name. And his last name is Gurola, and he's the man in the mirror. So it's me. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the lucky man, you uh, know. Yeah. Um, no, there's no man right now. I is your it. name really Salvador? Yes. Oh, I love it. Wow, yeah, that's a exactly. hot name. So that's why. So Betty's available, folks. <laughs> yes. Available and charging. Yes. Come tonight. Yes. <laughs> well, if if you don't if you don't make it to Betty's event, you can, you can catch me. I'll be co-hosting Get It tonight, which is the underwear party at Powerhouse. Oh, that yes. sounds hot. When is that? That's from ten to two tonight. 
So maybe after you check out the Soma. drag show, come down to the Soma where yeah. it's a little bit more seedier. Yeah, yeah. there you sure know. is, especially if you're working. Well, I normally work the back. I can't room. say anything on the radio, but I'll be there. Is, <laughs> is that back room still open? Yeah, you could come check out the art. I did all the art back there. I'm sure that's what everyone goes back there for. <laughs> Wait, you did the art in there? Yeah, that's I, awesome. I, I do the that art. Is. I change it like every two years. I change the art back there. Oh, that's nice. where people like gather and have sex back there. No, or no, they gather cigarette. and smoke a cigarette. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is the radio. How dare you can say anything you want on the show. <laughs> <laughs> they they can't see what kind of art. I've got to go just to see what kind of art the you are going. You're going on Sunday. Oh, good. I'll. Take a look. That's right. I'm DJing. I keep. Why am I forgetting? I'll be there. I'll Are you gonna be there? Because it sounds like you're not gonna be there. You're gonna call me on Sunday. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I can't wait to go to your show. We're talking about three different shows. So I'm DJing your Sunday show, Creator. Uh huh. And tonight, though, is whose show is that? Uh, tonight, get it. It's um my brother Matt Picone and Princess Panocha's party. Yes, we uh, Matt's kind of in the hospital right now, so I'm taking over for him at the moment. Got it, got it. Mm -hmm. um, and then your show's tonight yes. at Midnight Sun. Yes, at, at, at seven nine. at nine, nine yeah. p.m. Yeah. So and I, I want to check it out. It's only, uh, it's not even six yet. So. I know. Don't remind me. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, and then on Saturday, actually, do y'all know? I feel like you might know her. Do y'all know Lindsay Slowhands? Yeah, oh, I know yeah, Lindsay she's been around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, she has a party called Hella Tight. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure y'all oh. have been. Um, I'm actually doing a party uh, that is inspired by her party after. Hella loose. Yes, hella loose. I'm doing hella oh, I loose. Just, I just You're lying. I look. I, I have. I'm gonna have to tell her. Based that. on true oh, experiences. I, I, I actually haven't told her yet. You should tell her. But I have next You're, year's parties listed out, <laughs> and for what month am I doing it? Hella loose. The cease and oh, desist letter is on its way. After September, it's hella loose. First of all, how do you know my Twitter handle, Hella Loose? Are you serious? <laughs> no, of course not. Um, <laughs> no, but I um, I DJ Hella Tight nowadays. Oh, cool. Uh, I used to photograph it. Yeah, I, I do it at Underground SF now is where they host it. So hmm. if y'all are ready, available, and wanting to be super hot on a Saturday night, you yeah, come to Hella Tight. Yeah, that is, it's so, I mean, there's some really sexy guys there, but it is literally hot, like steaming Steamy. hot. You yeah. walk out to the smoke room and you're just like smoke's coming off of you and it's not cigarettes. No. Literally, it's like stale in there. It's just so like so many people in one space and like everyone's just dancing. You know, we're, it's a, a Y2K dance party. So I play music from, you know, Backstreet Boys and sing. We got a little Taylor Swift in there. She, um, do you play Selena? <laughs> um, we don't have any Selena, actually. I should play oh. some Selena. Actually, yeah. let's take a short musical break, and um, we'll be right back.
Dixon. All right, we're back, House yeah. of Pride Radio. Just talking it up here on the sidelines. Uh, everyone is so creative in this house. Yes, collabs on collabs on collabs. Yeah, you should totally do a creator sometime or even do a house takeover, mm-hmm. which I, I'm getting into house takeovers lately, and I think I'm going to try to do one each month for all of next year. Oh, nice. I love that. Where do you have children? I don't. You don't have children? Luckily, yes. Thank the Lord. Luckily. Yeah. No, I mean like drag children. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> I mean... Um, I'll, I'll give you a story. Um, I mean, I've been doing drag for six years, right? And I did drag in San Jose for like three or four years. And then I moved to the city. Um, but, and it was like pandemic time anyways. But before I moved to the city, there was this one drag performer who was just starting. I actually used to volunteer a lot for the um, LGBTQ youth space in uh-huh. San Jose. Um, so we would do like workshops for drag and like how to, you know, create your drag character and um, you know, I do everything from like my own pads to my own hair and stuff like that. So I would kind of like have a class or two on how to do something drag related. Um, and one of the kids uh, came up to me and was like, oh, like, would you be my drag mom? And I was like, to be honest with you, like, I mean, you know, I'll support you in anything you want and I'll like, give you advice. But like, I am still getting, you know, the hang of it myself. I'm still learning myself. Like, I barely have enough time for me. So I don't know that I would be giving you what you're seeking. And she's yeah. like, oh, no, that's okay. Like, I understand. No worries. Let's do it. So I was like, okay. So then, you know, I became her drag mom. Or so she said. And then, you know, a couple months later, she comes back to me. And she's like, hey, like, you're not my drag mom anymore. Just <laughs> like, she's like, I just like, I'm going to look for something I've moved else. on. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's okay. I'm glad that you made that choice. Wow. Yeah. It's just one. Of, I mean, for me, like. The, you could be a drag mentor or you could be a drag inspiration to anybody. Um, and I believe that I do that for others just by existing and acting the way that I do. Um, but when you put the word children on there or the word mom, I feel like it should bring a different level of connection and um, involvement with that person. So you should really try to focus on how can I elevate this person as a child? How can I give this person the best of me? And sometimes you have to not just like give yourself that time, but have that time and have that energy. Yeah. Um, it's all about an energy exchange. And um, I'm really good at um, kind of developing friendships and stuff like that. But the thing I always say, and I was just talking about this earlier, is that like friendship is a two way street. So you reach out to me. I reach out to you. It's a it's a two way thing. And sometimes I feel like I don't want to say everybody, but people can be very one-sided so they're like okay now you're my mom so they expect everything from you but then it's like what are you getting in return besides just saying like i have a child um and you know my my clock is not ticking cut them loose betty yeah my (laughs) clock is not ticking so i'm not in no rush to have kids before you know it you'll have a bunch of uh freshers uh running around the city like the monroes and yeah well also (laughs) to that same point is i don't have a drag mother either so maybe that's also where it comes from. It's like yeah. I didn't You're one of a kind. person, you know, to kind of like lead me along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's why I feel like I don't need to be that for someone else. But I do enjoy and I get it all the time, like from other performers and stuff like that, that they get inspired by the things that I do and like how I um, behave and what I bring to the table. So I'd rather be a drag inspiration mm-hmm. than a drag mother. Who are some of your inspirations? Inspir- 
inspirator? Um, Who are you inspired by? I was just talking about um, Jessica Wilde. Like, if we're talking like Drag Race, oh, for yeah. example, like Jessica Wilde, it's like a, a, a person. She was on season two of RuPaul's Drag Race. I remember um, her. Yeah. For I love this drink. Um, and I, I love her. I remember her. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. She's like very energetic. She's kind of like a little bit all over the place. Um, but, but, you know, you never know what she's going to bring to the table, but it's always going to be like high energy. There's always going to be a Latin aspect to it. Um, and there's always this kind of like, chaoticness to her that is entertaining to watch um and i actually got to perform with her many times um i used to work for club papi at Bo um mm-hmm. for their latin night before I, w- I had my own latin night um and she works with club papi for years years so um i got to work with her and i, I really see her as like an inspiration um other people that inspire me i mean you know pop artists like talia you know there's like rosalia um, there is Shakira, you know, all of these like pop artists that um, are more like Latin um, representation. Um, I love Dua Lipa, you know, anybody that can do the minimum and get the most out of it. I love. <laughs> is she Latin? Uh, Dua Lipa is not Latin. I think she's like from the UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, her whole thing was that it's like she's a good singer, but like she wasn't a good dancer. Um, for a long time so people would like make fun of her because like of her dance moves a little stiff uh-huh very stiff um but you know she's gotten better everyone can improve um and i love to see it but i Dua Lipa is one of my faves for sure um and then i mean people like raja for example like if raja's amazing yes i actually stopped watching drag race after raja because i'm like there's nothing else that's gonna be better <laughs> did you see um the all-stars where raja came back no yeah so there's a there's a new season well last year or this year there was a all-star season all winners yeah i heard about mm-hmm. it um it i just good. i just don't have the energy to exactly. watch that yeah exactly you gotta want it um i i there was a moment in time where i love drag race and that's kind of what got me into doing drag as well like when i first saw it yeah back in like you know 2009 2010 um and then who taught you makeup did you are you self-taught yeah, so I, I learned everything off YouTube and just practice. I was going to say, yeah. um, they have some really good pictorials. Yeah, and then eventually I like started working at Sephora, so I learned the power of control at Sephora because you, know, you get people and clients to come to Sephora, and they don't want a drag queen look. You know, They want a little bit of like a, a nude eye with a soft lip and like a blush with a little bit of soft bronzer. Like, you're never going to want, like, a purple A clown. Eye. Yeah, so <laughs> I had to learn how to, like, reel it back um, at Sephora, and I think... Did that you that make really a, f- a couple mistakes in the beginning with too much? Um, just one time. Um, there was, like, one time where the... You the could client, do it on purpose if, you, if somebody's rude to you. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, you know, they'll still complain, even if it's a good thing. Um, no, but one time she asked me for a purple eye, which is why I said purple. Like and, a black eye? Uh, no. Like, like litter? Just like a lilac, you know, or oh, whatever. Yeah. She was going to go to like a party and she had like a cute dress that she wanted to match with. So I was putting purple. And the thing that they teach um, when you're in a makeup store like that, that the best way to not fuck up is that you ask along the way, but don't ask too many times. So you like do what you're going to do and then find a stopping point and you're like, are we cool with this? And then they're like, yes. Okay, then you stop having them stop looking at it and then you finish, right? You don't want to be asking every minute yeah. because then they're going to be too picky or they're not going to let you finish and do your time, uh, do it in time. So I, you know, I was like, is this cool? She said, yes. I added a little bit more color. And then by the end of it, she's like, oh, this is like too much. Like this is too strong. 
And I was like, girl, it's like such a simple purple eye. Like, it's not even that big of a deal. But, you know, you have to like learn to do what the client wants. People are stupid. They don't know what they want. People they don't know what looks good. They yeah. do not know what looks mm-hmm. good. And also just they're not used to it. You know, it's like that's the other thing that they're not. It's about someone's comfort level. And I've grown very comfortable with makeup for me to like wear whatever color. But you could talk to another drag queen and they might be like, oh, I would never do a green eye. And I'm over here, you know, looking like Kermit the Frog. So I think it's a comfort level, too. Yeah. Would you be Kermit the Frog? I really never know what I'm doing when I start makeup. (laughs) It's like every day is a new experiment. Yeah. And hopefully at the end of the session, it looks ready somehow. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. But I, I do have bushy are eyelashes. You doing, are you doing makeup for Sunday? I'm not sure. Is it a prerequisite? Do you have to? No. Okay. I'll wear something. I just was wondering if you're going to get in face I don't think it. I'm going to be in full drag because I'm not performing. Well, not. Do you perform? I didn't know you performed. Yes, that's how we met. Yeah. We get out of here. Oh, girl, I was Miss Tranny Shack 2003. Word. What? Yes, I'm old school. Yes. <laughs> I won doing a reenactment of the Poseidon Adventure where the boat tips over f- from the tidal wave. You mm. probably don't know this. I don't know the reference, but <laughs> yeah. I love it. You do, though, right? Sure. Anyways. <laughs> we, sure. Anyway. But that was a long time ago. I'm grateful I can still get on the stage without like breaking my back. That was a slippery stage, by the way. I, they told us not to get on the stage, and she still got on the stage. It was ringing or something. We were like, don't do it, girl. Was this at Castro? It. Yeah, it was Castro Market. So it was on Sunday yeah. for the little fair. Um, and then we got there, you know, at the time that we got called. And then we were waiting to start the show, and it was sunny. And then as soon as we were about to start the show, all the clouds came out. It started sprinkling. So then I started doing Selena. Like, if Selena didn't want me to perform because it started raining on me. And then they still had to do it, and that was the first performance. So then we did our second round, and they just told us, like, don't get on the stage. It's going to be slippery. So, you know, there was three of us. Two of us performed on the street. And then this one right here, she decides to get on this, like, six-inch platform. And that was the, the on shoes. On the stage. Yeah. And we're the, um, <laughs> Persia. Oh, that's so funny. That resonated over to the side. Like, you were like, uh-oh. Yeah, Persia, <laughs> who was the DJ, and I were like, girl don't fall like <laughs> watch out don't fall like we were both like hold, clutching our pearls like oh the drama happen? and then before you know it, she was off the stage and i was like oh my god she didn't fall like i didn't even realize i that. remember those steps you just you look know. like you're gonna fall <laughs> <I do. laughs> because you know i'm mature and it's like you know i'm i hadn't put those heels on in like a year i'm like uh. just like her makeup at her makeup is a balancing act. Yes. yes it's a it's a it defies logic and presses like um realism sure does. To them. yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways moving on um but yeah i've been around um let's reiterate tonight's show is 9 p.m you got to sh- show up probably at 8 what 30 would you say um, get a drink so yeah, you get there at nine. Shows at nine thirty, okay. um, and at ten thirty. Um, and then one other thing I do would like to mention is we do sell Jello shots. Everybody loves Jello shots. Oh yes, um, they used to be two dollars. Right, you were saying that. Yeah. Yes, they went up a dollar. So my, <laughs> our Jello shots cost uh, three for one. Uh, two for five and then five for ten but they're more complex complex yes i mean they're homemade you know they're made right out of my house from hoochie um and wow. but the money is actually we're fundraising money for sf aguilas which is a local nonprofit here in san francisco um that helps uh the latin community specifically like those like non-english speaking um 
inhabitants of the city. So people that speak um, Portuguese, Spanish, um, they have services for them in those languages, which is amazing. Everything from STD testing um, to uh, legal work, um, you know, like paperwork and stuff like that, even like resources for housing. Um, and right now they're really focusing on um, like COVID, uh, monkeypox vaccines, HIV. Um, so it's a really amazing organization. I work with them all the time. Um, we're going to be doing an event for Thanksgiving coming up on the 18th. Um, oh, and yeah. they're uh, located in um, the LGBT space. No, is that what it's called? Center. The center. LGBT center. Oh, yeah. On yeah market, on off the market. Yeah. yeah, so that's where they're located, and that's where the event will be. So if anybody's interested, you can look up SF Aguilas on Instagram um, or come to Midnight Sun tonight and, you know, get to meet my shot daddy, Gustavo, who's going to be Ooh. slinging so shots. you make these shots yourself? Well, do yes. You, do you have the gelinator? The, the gel. That's the something. gelinator? I think it's called the what gelinator. It's so that way you don't pour all the shots. You just press it down and it fills it up automatically. It's you need it to make Jello shots. It makes making Jello shots so easy. Oh well, no, you don't they, have that. So this is that. a lot. We're old school. I don't know if you've ever made Jello shots before, but <laughs> it is a lot of work. You got to, <laughs> you got to, you know, individually do it all. If you don't have this gelinator thing, uh huh. It's pretty difficult work. I we do right. <laughs> yeah. All right. We well, do let, it for the community. Okay. So it's, it's for the children. Let's yeah. move on. So, um, <laughs> so folks, go out to support your local drag artists, and it's for a cause tonight at the Midnight Sun, eight nine o'clock. Show up at nine o'clock. No cover. No cover. Oh, you can't beat wow. that. It, that's a deal. And then also go see Earl. Yule. Yule. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Twika. Twaka. Twaka, twacked out. <laughs> oh, my God, my poor Italian tongue. Where will you be again at the Power? Uh, tonight I'll be at Powerhouse Forget It, the underwear party. There is a cover, but there's a chance to win $100 at the wet underwear contest. Ooh, so wet underwear. Wear your sexy underwear or wear some fucked up ones and rip them off. Make sure it's white. No skin so marks. see through them. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some people like that. Yeah, well, that's the stank party. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the stank party. You're right. No French panties. And then on Sunday is Creator, uh, an all-LGBTQ art party for artists, by artists, and their admirers. It's a full immersion sure. of art and sound. Yes, it's everything. And sex in the back. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Be there. Folks, come on out. This is some. This is the real deal. Some homegrown ingredient here, uh, and it's been a pleasure having both of you on today. Come on back anytime you want to House of Pride. We're getting things going every Thursday, four to six p.m. right here, live from San Francisco. Uh, any last thoughts, folks? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Betty? I'm Yule Renteria. You can find me on Instagram at Yule Renteria. Lovely. And um, I'm Betty Fresas. You can find me on Instagram at B-E-T-T-Y-F-R-E-S-A-S. And yeah, anytime at Midnight Sun and all over the Bay. You got it. Folks, uh, I, yeah, I'm Tweeka, but I don't really, don't follow me. I, I, I will. You said I'll save you the trouble. Don't <laughs> do it. Don't waste your time. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me go out with my latest remix, though. I am proud of this. This is for the group Company B. Uh, they're based in Miami, and this song is called Do It Again. We'll see you next Thursday. We'll do it again next week right here on House Pride Radio. Thank you, everyone. That was great. Oh.
هذه ما تربحش وهذه ما تربحش هذه ما تربحش هذه تربح هذه تربح خلاص هذه ما تربحش وهذه ما تربحش دائما على الناس What it is? You know, they know what it is. We know, y'all know what it is. Ecstatic, there it is. Huh? What it is? You know, we know what it is. They know, y'all know what it is. You know, here it is. What it is, you know, we know what it is. They know, y'all know what it is. You know, here it is. <laughs> For this like arachnids Drastic and ain't plastic It's pro-blackness Grown man tactics No pediatrics The kind of track That make the comeback Miraculous The catalyst Thought with the knack For splashing I'm dashing I'm mastered The craft of mashing The level-headed Thoroughbred The female's passion Magnetic attraction Be keeping them asking The crew's in a Cadillac With the pins grassing Swerve half-naked Won't come near crashing But if I go to heaven Would y'all know my name Or would it be the same For you like I was Eric Clapton huh? Clap for your freedom dog That's what's happening. My spit take critical political action. The hustle is a puzzle. Each piece is a fraction. And every word that's understood is a transaction. I'm a SP soldier, microphone holder. Rep Philly set from Bolivia to Boulder. Paris, France to Tiff and Tioga. How we gonna make it through the dark? I'll show you. Tell you one lesson I learned. If you wanna reach something in life, you ain't gonna get it unless you give a little bit of sacrifice. Sometimes before you smile, you got to cry. You need a heart that's filled with music. If you use it, you can listen. If you want to be kick off the shoes. Jump off the jock, I fly higher than them dudes From off your block, my name black The style is unorthodox It's tab tens of your men, who you thought could box A couple people wanted thought to stop But guess what, my man grabbed the nistle Plucked for the gut, now next 